What's up, what's up, what's up, my friends? Welcome. Get ready. Grab a snack and a bevy. It's time for you and I to have a chit-chat. Straight up facts. Tell it like it is. Laugh till you pee your pants. Cry, because you probably needed to. And I can't promise, and I'm not going to throw any F-bombs, but I can promise you'll feel a lot better after listening. It's time to get personal. One-on-one, down and dirty, and have a coffee talk. Buckle up. Let's go. Hello, 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 people. Welcome to another Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk special in April. Um, it's the podcast, Finding Calm in the Chaos. And I'm Denise Seth. Um, and if you didn't know that already, where the hell you been? Um, so what are we going to talk about today? So I had a couple like ripe things happen this week. So I went to go pick up, uh, we order our meat. I'm jumping right in, folks. So if you didn't get your coffee... That's your bad. So we went out. We order our meat direct to farm. So my niece and nephew-in-law are farmers. And um, in addition to many other talents and uh, things that they do, uh, they are also parents and all that. Their kids are adorbs. So they um, have a farm and they do where they raise beef and cattle amongst some other things, I'm sure. But uh, I purchase beef direct from them and and hog and then either get a full or a quarter or a side and so we get a half and uh it was um it's really affordable to me if you have this option available to you number one you're you're supporting a local farmer you want to support local for sure especially like right now um if the government is super good at fucking stuff up, but they're like really like superbly good at fucking up our food supply. So if you can buy from a local farmer, go ahead. There's tons of places you can look it up. Just Google it. Um, And then it's really more economical in the long run. So we, um, we bought a half a hog this time just because I thought it was a lot of pork last time, but it depends on how fast we go through this in the summer. Obviously, grilling time, um, we go through it. Bacon. I use everything. So I get skin for, you know, fresh pork skin, stuff like that. Um, I get the pig's feet and all that for the dog. And, you know, utilize the parts, right? Don't waste the animal, right? The farmers are taking care of the animals and making sure that they're eating properly. Um, you know, organic, non-GMO, whatever you do, right? Wherever you go. When you get it, so they take it to slaughter and then it goes to a processing plant or a meat locker as they call it. And um, and you order how you want it cut. So you tell them exactly how thick you want your bacon or how you want your roast and your steaks cut and your, your pork ribs and all that stuff. So um, it's really more economical, it truly is. And uh, so we just did that, and I had to drive by myself. Mr. Sith's been busy, so um, I wanted to pick it up because if not, you have to pay, like, obviously, like, a storage fee for them holding on to it longer. So 
what happened though is normally they send it to process my niece and nephew will send it to a place that's like halfway between my place and their place and it's like one shot down from the main road up by me right the highway just shoot right down and boom we're there but somehow that place wasn't affordable or whatnot or wasn't available and um it wound up in a meat locker like two and a half hours away from my house so like we were driving to like southern illinois i live in northwest illinois so this is like an all-day situation. So we did that, and I get super tired in the car, and Pete is useless because he just wants to be on the tablet. I've got Wi-Fi in the car, and he's just like, see ya. But in all honesty, if I didn't have to drive, I'd be on my phone on the Wi-Fi doing shit too, right? Why if, if I'm not driving? So I thought it would be this amazing idea to ask my sister to come for the ride for me. And she was all in. Now, anybody who actually knows my sister, yeah, she's like fucking narcoleptic. So I don't even know why I asked her to go. Long story short, she fucking slept the entire time we went. Not just sleep, roll over her head to the fucking side, on my side, mind you, and snore like a fucking truck driver sleep, okay? So there's that. So I listened to her snore the whole time, and then I started calling people like Mr. Sith, my mother, anybody I could to keep me fucking up when I was getting tired. Um, and they were like, is she snoring? I'm like, yeah, she is. They're like, wasn't she supposed to keep you up for the ride? Yeah, but clearly that hasn't fucking worked out. Um, and then she's like, oh, you should have just like, you know, hit me and make, well, first off, I'm fucking driving. Uh, and number two, I did try to wake you up several times and, uh, that didn't happen. Or you did wake up one time at the beginning of the drive. And, uh, then I spoke to you and I asked you two questions. You answered the first one in a mumble and in the second one, you didn't answer at all. So that was the extent of that trip. So I drove by myself essentially with two bodies in the car, um, two and a half hours. So two, four, five, five and eight, cause traffic on the way back. Uh, plus we had to stop for lunch cause I had to feed her too for the arduous journey of sleeping in my car, um, to pick up my pork. Uh, so six, six hours and 15 minutes we were in the car. The only good thing that happened about yesterday is we dropped Buster off at doggy daycare and he had, like, had a fucking fabulous time. Um, it's been really unusually warm, like in the eighties here. Uh, of course next week it's gonna be cold again, like 30 and freezing, but you know, Hey, welcome to the Midwest. Um, he had a fucking ball. Every time we get him in the car, he's fucking wet. And he, his hair. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Buster is our six-month-old uh, at the time of this recording. He's six and a half months old. Uh, he's the Newfoundland. Um, and they are water dogs. And he is, we're pretty sure he's over 90. We should weigh him tonight. I'm going to have to have Mr. Sith weigh him. Uh, we're pretty sure he's over 90 pounds. Or because he was 83 pounds like a week and a half ago, which means fucking nothing with these dogs. They put on weight so quickly. Like, we can't even believe when we brought him home, he was like the size of his fucking head. <laughs> like, honest. When I look at him in the car now in the back seat, knowing that he could lay spread out as a puppy when we brought him home, we picked him up from a breeder, uh, a very reputable and well, like, she is a good breeder. Like, a, not like a breeder for money. She breeds for the, the, um, the breed itself and the dog. And, uh, 
we just like we were drove and driving him home and i just remember looking back going that's so cute i wonder how big he's gonna get and now he's like well first off he can't lay out in the back seat anymore but he does lay down and always rests his head up on a pizza booster seat which is kind of cute I'm like man when you get out of that booster seat you and buster are gonna be fucking fighting for space just fyi he's like well i'm hoping that i'm big enough mommy that i can sit in the front seat by then and you know he's growing like a weed too so we're not far off from those legal limits either um so that's that's what went on with the pork fiasco so i got all my shit in and um actually uh sent her home with meat so here if you ever want to just sleep in my fucking car while i drive six hours to pick up like my shit uh i'll give you free food to go home with too because i'm an asshole <laughs> like i don't even know like it's just i i don't even know the shit i do sometimes all right what else is going obviously european trip we're fucking locked and loaded i will tell you this though we're in the final stages of like booking everything and finalizing deposits all of that shit um and then i mean we're pretty much all paid off for this trip however um we bank at a neighborhood bank now we did this because i hate corporate structure in general like you know, the big box banks, like, fuck them. They pay all these fucking fees and it's just stupid. Like some of them even have deposit, like you have to pay a maintenance fee. I don't need to pay you a maintenance fee. You should be paying me fucking a maintenance fee for giving you the gift of holding my money. Like, I don't, I don't know where we lost this disconnection that we're in charge. So just think this is where we're at now in America. We let a corporate environment dictate what we do, how many hours we work there. They make you feel fucking bad when you want a vacation. You have to ask permission to take a vacation, even though you were given that time. And I'm going to use that word again so that you guys can remind yourself and slap yourself in the fucking face. You are given that fucking time when you start your job. When you got your job, you got PTO, vacation time, whatever they want to call it now to try to fucking rip us off, okay? You got that time and it's shit time on top of it. Because when you go to Europe, if somebody said, oh, I'm going to give you a week, seven days, uh, PTO vacation, they literally, literally probably shit their pants because people in Europe, they don't, they don't take any jog unless they're looking at fucking like at least minimum 30 days vacation holiday. Like they like to refer to it. You know what I'm saying? What the hell's wrong with us here? They make us feel obligated to pay overtime. We're doing manager's jobs. If you're not a manager, you're doing your manager's job half the time. They're, it's subpar. You can't get good help anywhere anymore because everybody wants like, you know, everybody wants to like walk into a place and do like, I don't know, scrub a toilet, but demand $30 an hour. Get the fuck out of here right now. Like, I just, I can't. Anyway, I'm all fired up about this because let me, let me tell you this fucking story. So this is what's happened, right? And this has gone over into, we get a check, we deposit it. We, even though it's a corporate fucking check, you can't spend it for a certain amount of time until they clear it. Okay. So even though you think you got paid on the 15th, unless you got a direct deposit, if you're still getting a check, which Why? Why is anybody fucking writing checks? I had to literally get checks to write a check for co-op. It's the only fucking way I use them. I don't use them for anything. What a waste. What a waste of fucking trees. Those are my co-op people. Yeah, I'm saying it. You waste fucking trees. 
we're homeschool. We're supposed to like love the environment and like good America. And so let's save some trees. And I don't know. It's called Venmo, PayPal, Zelle. I know it's like fucking even back on Facebook Messenger is faster than a fucking check. That aside, man, I am like fired up today. Um, we so then they'll dictate how when you can get your money, how much you can take out per day, right? But yet they're not asking us if they can close it. Hey, it's closing at five o'clock. You know, we're going to open at nine and we're going to close at five, even though you work till five and you start at fucking six thirty. But if you want extra stuff from the bank, you know, where you keep your money, other stuff is restricted if you don't come into the branch. Why aren't they open till nine o'clock? Everybody works till fucking five. Why isn't the bank open? Why doesn't the bank open up from like 11 a.m. to 10 p.m.? When people could actually fucking use it. There's another fucking idea. Boom. Um, I got lots of shit today, peeps. Why? Why? I mean, it seems pretty common sense to me, right? But you're limited at what you take from the, the ATM. You're limited at what you can charge on your cards. You're limited at what... And all of this is dictated, but yet you gave some fucking institution the privilege of holding your fucking finances and your money. Think about that. Chew on that shit as you're trying to plan around the vacation that your family's taking together. It's up your boss told you you couldn't leave on Saturday and Sunday, so you can't join them till Tuesday, but now your airfare is fucked up. I'm, I'm just saying this happens. All right. What happened to us? So, you know, we're saving all our fucking money and tossing it in and doing this so that we can just like, you know, start charging shit out. We go to purchase airfare. Now, I know there are certain days, for those of you who don't know, so airfare is a fickle little bitch, okay? Sometimes you can fly two adults and a child that's seven to Europe for five, $6,000. The very next day, it could be eight to $10,000. The day after that, it could be $4,500. You don't fucking know. You got to play the lottery. You got to go on to an, I, this is what I do. I'm not even joking. And if you look at all the travel tips, they, they tell you the same thing. I listen. I watch the right reels. Um, you go to an incognito window and stay away from like Expedia. Well, first off, this isn't going to apply to anybody who's flown Frontier and uh, any of the discount shit. I don't even know their names. Frontier came to mind. I don't even know if that's one of those. I should ask Mr. Sith, but he's sitting in the other room. Um, but if you're flying a disc, like where you can't even claim a seat, this does not apply to you because you travel with a lit fire under your ass. I cannot travel that way. I want a seat. I want room. I don't want a lottery on who's getting in. I don't want to fight with someone because they, they're bringing every fucking bag they own on the plane. Nope. I check everything. I check my fucking purse if I could because I don't like to carry shit while I'm traveling. I don't want to carry my kid shit. It's like Peter already knows when he's going, if this is what fits in your pack, you're carrying it. I will go so far as to be like, make sure all your shit's in the bag that you just used, but you're putting it on your back. I'm not carrying it. And it's the same with Mr. Seth. If he has a bag, he can carry it. I'm carrying my purse and that's it. That is it. So 
if you fly an actual airline that you get a fucking seat, okay, reservation, this applies to you. Um, I go to, so you know that the, 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 the rates are ridiculous, okay? This is a long flight. It's a nine-hour flight. So we're flying straight through Austrian air, so nonstop, okay? For those of you who don't know, straight through. Um, a lot of people don't travel. They don't know. So I'm just explaining it out. If you already know because you're a traveler, whatever. Take a sip. Go take a pee. Do what you want to do. Um, so for those people, uh, so I'm flying nonstop. We're flying nonstop there, um, Austrian, because it's a nice airline. I like it, right? Clean planes. And not all planes are clean. I'm just saying. Like if you, they're not all created equal. Plus, they have really good snacks and food on Austrian Air. Um, and then that'll fly us straight from here to Vienna. And then we're taking a train. And we're taking a train from Vienna to Venice. That's booked out. And then we are taking... That's an overnight. So we got like a, a, a sleeper car. And then we have our... Uh, we'll be staying in Venice, in Italy. And then we're taking the train... I'll come back to this from Venice, Italy to Rome, Italy. That's like a three hour day trip. So it's cool. Cause you could, you get to leave at checkout in Venice and then arrive at check-in in Rome. So it's going to be like perfect timing. Then, um, okay. And so then we're flying home. We couldn't find a nonstop flight on the way home, which I do not normally like to do because I have lupus and multiple autoimmune. So when you're sitting too long, you get swollen. And I don't want to be hauling ass from one place to this. And, you know, it's just too many stopovers. It's just exhausting to me. Like, I'm not a planes, trains, automobile type of gal. And I know some people travel that way because it's economical. But for me, it is not economical to save money when it's like my health depends on it and my emotional well-being. So, and, and basically the emotional well-being of Mr. Sith and Peter, because if I'm a miserable bitch, because I'm fucking having 12 stopovers, they're going to be miserable as well. I'll make sure of it. I know me. So that said, we are flying, uh, we can only do one stop. So I'm not doing like an extended layover of 12 hours. Yeah, I don't do that shit either. Because I'm not leaving the airport. I'm not spending any more money than I already did. So we're flying from Rome to Zurich. So we're going to Switzerland, which we thought was kind of cool, Mr. Sith and I. And we have an hour and a half layover. So that like gives us time to like find out where we need to get back on a plane to come back to, you know, the States. But in the meantime, maybe we can pick up some cool shit at the airport and like, you know, some food. How cool is that? Like don't discount airplane food or airport food, I should say. There are some places, especially in Europe, where you get some pretty kick-ass food um, if you're in there. Plus, don't get me wrong, like, they're going to have McDonald's, and I don't even know if Switzerland has McDonald's, but I just found out Rome had a McDonald's, another real, and it serves, they serve different menus. And don't forget, they also have different standards than America. We already know ours are in the shitter, but European standards are different, so... Sometimes it pays to let Peter have a trip to McDonald's in Rome or in, you know, McDonald's in Zurich at the airport. You never know because it's not going to taste the same. They're not sourcing the same stuff. 
And a lot of times they can't because it's illegal um, and restricted like it should be here. So we uh, went to going back to the banks. See, I went on a full tangent for you guys today. You are welcome. Sippy sip. All right. So we get a really good price. Like we started pricing. When I say we, I know Mr. Sith looks, but I actually write everything down. But we started these back last year. They were at like 8,000 change, like 8,300. And then like in November, they were like at 7,600. And I'm like, oh, that's still kind of high for me. But we wound up getting it for a really good price. I think we, I don't even remember now. I'm like, well, let me take a peeky peeky. I think we wound up paying, oh my gosh, I'm trying to look at the same time. We wound up paying um, like 6300 for airfare. But when we were looking, originally it was um, 8600 So save $2,000 holding out. Boom, boom. So I'm all ready to like book this flight and uh, I'm doing it. And I'm like, I can do this, like no big issue. And, you know, we, we book directly with Austrian Air. I stay away from like all of the other things because you never know. You know, you got to make sure it includes your baggage. You know, I, I want a free check bag. I, I mean, I'm fine international. No bullshit. Okay. I'll pay to check a bag like domestically, but internationally that that price better include a check fucking bag and a carry on. And they do. So I go to, um, to Mr. Sith and I, you know, we're up at night and like, we're going to like, check it out. We go, we get the credit card out, you know, it's a debit card. Okay. From our bank, you know, we're going to the account for the vacation funds. Right. And, um, we go to ring it out and it says that our card won't go through, check your bank. And I'm like, no, don't fucking like what? And I have to tell you, you have no idea when you've saved and you've been so excited about something to actually like it's coming to reality and you're booking all this stuff out and the money's there. You're just like, you know, you've been saving to get like the message that you can't have it, especially when like in our past six, seven years ago, we didn't have the money that we have today. A lot of things have changed financially for us. So just the fact that like we fucking took the time to save and we're making more money and we're doing all the things and we can't buy this because it's not fucking going through. And I'm like, are you, and they're like, call your bank. We'd love to call our bank, but they don't have a 24 fucking hour helpline because it's a local fucking bank. It's not a big box bank. So now I'm pissed and I'm like, shit. I'm like, what? I mean, you guys, one day can be a $2,000 difference. So I'm like shitting bricks, but I am super pissed. Like I'm literally, I'm like the angry. What was his name? The one that Lewis Black played in uh, the emotional like Pixar or whatever the hell it was. I forget what the hell the name of it is. Like rage or anger. That was, that was me. That was me. I was ready to fucking tear everybody's head off. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to call a bank in the morning. Son of a bitch. I call him. The girl doesn't have a fucking clue. And I called it like 702. Uh, they opened at seven. I'm like, I'm there, honey. Now, here's another thing I want to say. When I call my bank, I want them to answer the phone. 
Good morning. It's so-and-so bank. How can I help you today? I don't want somebody to be like, hello? Um, so-and-so-so bank. Okay, are you sure? Did I call like my fucking neighbor? I don't like that shit because you know they're fucking working from home and that bothers me because it's like the fucking bank, right? It's your bank institution. So I know that some of them were at home. I am. Uh, that's fucking straight up, period. So I'm trying to explain to her. I'm trying to make a purchase of my plane tickets. Okay, well, did you use your debit card? No, I used... I used a piece of toilet paper. Of course I used my fucking debit card. That's what she asked me. Did you use your debit card? What other fucking card do I have? What? That's the only thing I got at this bank. Seems like a stupid fucking question to me. So I said, so I give her the, the number of the fucking account. So we have two different accounts there. And I said, okay, so I'm not really sure why I have money in there and it's not going through and I'm kind of panicking right now because I know it's locked out my account because I fucking know you guys now. They lock me out of my account all the time. Oh, we thought this was a fraudulent. Do you people not know me? I buy tons of shit and I usually buy it between fucking midnight and four o'clock in the morning. Do you not have like some trending fucking software? How does your fucking machine not know me yet? Oh my God. If somebody is trying to buy something legit, it's fucking five o'clock, flag that bitch. It ain't me. I'm doing something in my house for other people during that time. Anyway, that's true though. I'm just saying. Um, so then she, she, oh, well, you know, then you got to go through like, you know, 9,000 fucking emergency thing. I'm like, I wish they asked this many fucking questions when I'm trying to get like, you know, people, nobody ever asked me for ID with my car cards anymore. And it literally says on the back of every card I own, ask for ID. One person has asked me in five fucking years. It might be longer. Just saying. Anyway, so she goes, um, okay, well, now that we verified who you are, and I'm going to be honest with you. I understand the customer service voice. Remember we talked about this. Like, Obviously, I'm not doing customer service like this, but when I did customer service, you change your face and you drop your shoulders and you lean back in your chair and you go, this is how customer service talks. How can I help you today? You, you know what I'm saying? The inflection changes. And as soon as you change your face and you move in your chair, then you get your regular voice back. Or you should. If your voice doesn't change when you do customer service, you need a new fucking job. Just saying. So she's in customer service voice, which I appreciate. But when you're angry because you have money in the bank and their fucking card is declining, the, the institution's declining you, you don't want to hear that. It almost feels like it's condescending. Anybody with me? Anybody with me on this? When they do that, well, I'm sorry that you feel that you're going through this. That pisses me off even more. I'm like, listen, I'm not a fucking snowflake. I'm not like emotionally distraught over this, okay? Because here's what's going to happen. If this doesn't fucking work, I'm going to find a solution, okay? But no, I didn't want to do this at 7 o'clock in the fucking morning when I got other shit to do. And uh, so she she goes through her whole, you know, you know, and they're reading from a script so they can't help themselves. And I know they're, it's all recorded so they don't want to get in trouble. But like when I'm telling you, please stop telling me you're sorry. It's angering me. Like, I'm literally, I'm just like, 
I'm sorry that it's angry. Please stop. Please stop. So then she comes back after she checks and she goes, oh, well, the reason why the institution, the bank, like declined that was because it was in excess of $2,000. Yeah. Okay. Well, bitch, if you can find me some plane fare for less than $2,000, call me up on that line. Cash me outside. Like that girl says, I don't even know what that means, but I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So I'm looking at, I'm like, literally, I'm looking out the window and I'm like, I want to jump through my fucking front window right now. Like full fucking like Arnold Schwarzenegger style, just because I have that much rage in me. And I'm like, okay, but it's really hard to buy plane tickets for a family for less than $2,000. Oh, and also I see that, um, these plane tickets, um, uh, it, it was, um, you know, after like, you know, 7 PM at night. Yeah. Like when everybody's fucking home, <laughs> where, where do you people live? I'm like, I don't understand. So anyway, they cleared it. And then I bought the fucking plane tickets. And I just thought to myself, if I go back in and I apply these plane tickets and it's fucking more money than what I had the night before, I'm, I'm going into that bank and I'm making the fucking international news. Like that's how pissed I was about this. And guys, this, I'm telling you this because I'm Zen. I'm trying to find a new thing. I'm trying to be, you know, kind to people, but this is bullshit. They're playing with your fucking money. This not okay. Is it these employees issues? No, but there, no one could give me the answer why outside of it's exceeded my spending limit. I don't have a spending limit, bitch. Those are my fucking dollars. My husband earned that fucking money. We don't have a fucking allowance because it's our fucking money and we're adults. What? Because that's what a spending limit is. It's a fucking allowance for adults with your own money. Think about that. We need to start, like, people, like, just let this shit go. But then you don't realize, like, what it's actually in reality. Our laziness and our our uh, natural fucking American, like, you know, oh, whatever, it's not a big deal. Um, we've, they have, we've done that for so long that literally they have hold of us tighter than they need to be. Okay? They need to let go of people's balls right now. Now, I get the plane tickets, and before I go online, I told Mr. Sith, because he was getting, um, what it was, so we got, like, two root canals, two cavities, and, like, two caps, two crowns. I don't know. I already, I already told you guys his mouth is fucked, but apparently they were able to fix almost everything, and he's recovering, and he has one more thing he's got to go back and do, and then he'll, like, not smell like a cesspool anymore, and uh, we'll be able to eat food with pleasure. Um, like I do in Peter. So that said, uh, he left to do that. And I'm like, if I get on the site. So before I went to the Austrian airline site, I said a fucking prayer. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm like, please, Jesus, I need you to sit here and I need you to go to Austrian airlines and I need you to get me a good rate. Please. <laughs> like, like, Pull it together for me, honey. So he did because I paid $1.50 more. And I almost feel like 
I should go to the bank and ask for that fucking dollar fifty. That's how much it bothered me. So that happened with that. Now, same fucking day. Same day. Okay. I decide, you know what? What happens? Okay, if I have a limit and I don't know what's going on now and they're already flagging fucking European airfare. What the hell card are we getting? I'm not using this card when I'm in Europe. God help us. I will lose my complete being. Will shatter into a, like, what's the fucking, what's this, the evil Spider-Man called? What's his name? No, he's not evil. It's not Spider-Man. Hey, Mr. Sith. What's that black thing called? Venom. I will spawn into fucking Mrs. Venom if I'm in Europe and this fucking bank tells me I cannot use it, but then I cannot call them because they're only open from nine to five central standard time. They don't even have a 24 hour hotline. So I literally, while I was fucking sleeping, opened up a fucking big bank account um, at a local bank that I've never banked at. Because there are some I hate, like fucking Chase. Fucking hate Chase Bank. Um, so I went to another one that my grandmother liked. I went with that. We have a history with it. And it was not even my grandmother. It was my great-grandmother. So I thought, you know what? If great-grandma liked them, I'm going to... That's where I'm going to go. Like, it was... I had to go, like, with wherever my heart led me. And that's where it led me. So I opened up an account and um, then went and dropped off a deposit the next day. And I'm like, we're just gonna, uh, we're just gonna toss all our money this way so that when we travel, it's like an international bank with like a Visa MasterCard logo. And my other one has a MasterCard logo. I'm not saying the small bank doesn't work locally, but there, I can't take that kind of risk traveling with a kid. Well, I'm not even saying it. I use that as an example because I was like in mom mode, but like if I was a single person, and I was traveling and my fucking credit card and I had a shit ton of money in the bank told me I couldn't use it while I was abroad. I would lose my poop times 10. Um, so I'm like, well, you know what? Praise Jesus again. He let this shit happen now so we could take care of it. So you got to find the good things. You got to find the good things. See, I never did this before, but I was telling Mr. Seth, you know what? Thank God this happened because now we were able to preemptively stop this fucking insanity when we're in Europe. So that's where I'm funneling all my money now into that bank from my little bank. And so I'll just pay my mortgage and buy fucking groceries from the little bank. Unbelievable. It gets better. <laughs> Hang on. I got to take another sip. Um, it gets better. So then I want to buy the train fare because I'm trying to wrap it up. You guys have to know that I have an entire fucking itinerary that's color coded based on what's been paid for. Green light, what actually has a deposit that's outstanding. So we have a balance that's due. Yellow and what has not done. Red. Now, the only thing red was our train from Venice to Rome. And like I said, it's a three hour train ride. It's not a big deal. And it's perfect because you can catch the train at checkout 
from the Venice place, but you get there at check-in time in Rome. So it's like perfect. No waiting around, no whatever. And they got some decent trains in Italy. So we're taking the Trenitalia because it's like to us, we watched all these YouTube videos and stuff and they had like the best cars and all that. And we're going business class. So I'm like not totally cool, right? So we go, um, I'm putting it in. Mr. Sitz talking. Peter like took a nap. I don't think he's feeling well, quite honestly. So, um, if he wants to take a nap, take a nap. So he's been sleeping. And uh, so we're in here getting business done, right? And uh, I put it through. I got the card. I'm like, no big deal. This is way under the limit. It's like 300 bucks, right? 300 US dollars. This is not a big deal. It's not even close to the limit, she said, right? Um, and we go in. We put in all our names. We, You, you know, because you got to make sure your birthdays are right. You're traveling internationally, Okay. We need to make sure everything matches our passports. I can't be like zooming through all this shit, right? So we put it all in. We've, you know, reserved our seats so that they're together, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, I press, you know, process. And it fucking declines. I kid you not. Here's me. I just talked to these motherfuckers. Are you kidding me right now? So I'm looking at Mr. Sith and he's like, I'm going to go to McDonald's. And here's me. Get me a fucking Coke because I'm, I'm drinking it right now. And I feel zero fucking problem about it. I have zero guilt drinking my little medium Coke. So there. Anyway, um, I call the bank and the guy's like, you know, and again, right? He's like, well, I'm really sorry to have put you through this. Shut up. We already did this. I'm like, it's like that. I'm going to send you a code. You know, you give them all your information. I'm going to send you a security code that we're texting to your phone. Can you give me the last four digits of your phone? So I give it to them. And then literally when I pulled, when the text got came through, there's like 15 just from the last, from like fucking March. That's how many times I've had to have them unlock my damn account at this place. So I'm like, so why are we denying it? I'm not close to the limit because we literally just did this with airfare. So I'm not close to the limit. I haven't exceeded my limit for today. It's literally just a fucking purchase. And I really would like to like get through this, you know, but I'm not like, I'm not as agitated as the girl with the plane tickets at this point because I've already opened the account at the other bank. So I'm like, fuck you. I've already like kind of solved my own problem long run. So... Um, he goes, okay, it should be okay. Try again. So I go to process it and I've been fucking timed out of the system. So now I got to go back, choose the train, pick my seats, enter our names and all of our, and you know, I can't rush through that shit. And so I'm like, oh, and of course, you know, he's like, Tony, uh, I said, and Tony's like, well, you feel free to call back if you have any issues, um, but I won't, uh, you know, I won't hold you up on the phone while you're entering all the new information, the information again. Okay, sure. I get to the end of it. I get off the phone with Tony and um, it fucking declined again. Now I'm livid and I'm like, I cannot fucking believe this at this point. It's like a joke. It's a joke. I literally was laughing like the fucking joker, okay, at my desk. 
So then I call back and I get the girl from the airplane and I'm like, hey, it's me again. I was talking to Tony, but since you helped me with the airplane thing, like I feel free to like the same shit's happening. And then she goes, okay, so let me look. Okay, so it looks like it declined because um, it's a purchase like in Germany. Okay, well, I can't reserve a fucking European train from Metra. So, of course, it's in, it's the fucking... Come, oh, my God. I'm like, I can't right now. Like, I can't. I'm like, listen. Listen. Okay? So, she says it's cleared, but she's going to stay on the line. I go. We process it. It declines again. Stay with me. So, she says, well, I'm going to call a supervisor on the other line. Okay, sure, because you're sitting at home watching the fucking housewives in your pajamas. Not even giving a fuck that I can't even charge $318 for a fucking train for three people for a vacation. That, okay, sure, peeps. So she comes back and she goes, so the supervisor um, and I changed some things. And so all of the IP address and all that should be fine. So go ahead and like process it. So I go to fucking process it. I've timed out again. So now I had to go to the beginning again. Choose the train. Now we're doing this all over. It's like fucking three times as a charm. So I'm like, oh, I'm all in. So then Mr. Sith comes home with my Coke and his fucking McDonald's. And I'm like, and he's like, don't worry about it. Like, we'll just, we'll get it later. And I'm like, no, I'm fucking in it to win it right now. Like, we, I'm not getting off the phone until something is fucking resolved. So she, and then of course, I'm sure like, you know, Vanessa on the other line was like, oh shit, she's in it to win it. Um, so I go in and I, she's staying on the phone with me. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm going through it all. I put in the credit card information again. And so I press enter and it fucking declines again. So then she goes, okay, well the supervisor did say there was one other thing. I'm like, is this like, it shouldn't be this fucking hard. Okay. I'm not understanding why I cannot spend my fucking money, okay? It should not be this hard, okay? I go the fucking put it in again like she tells me, and the fucking train site was like, I'm sorry, you need another credit card. And they kicked me out of the system. <laughs> what the fuck? So needless to say, we didn't get the train tickets yet because here's going to be the solution. I'm going to transfer all the fucking money okay, over to the big bank and I'm going to use the big boy card. Like, honest to God, I can't. I fucking can't. And then I told Mr. Sith, you know what? I'm going to do a fucking coffee talk right now. I was going to wait until the week, but I think I'm feeling it right now during the weekend. And so I'm going to do it now for next weekend because these people are pissing me off. But yeah, so what are we doing tonight? We're doing fucking Polish food. Um, doing some sauerkraut, some pierogies, and uh, some homemade Polish sausage. I didn't make it. I went to the Polish store. Peter's into all of this culinary traveling. He probably won't eat again today because obviously he's not feeling well. But uh, I will tell you when we made the uh, the ketchup at Peppa, so that's basically like pasta with pepper. It was it so it's a classic dish in Rome, and 
we were looking at like all the stuff we made paella because we were studying spain and little passports like before like the week yeah yeah last week and so i was like i want to really want to try this cacio cacio e pepe so i was like mm. so i've got some fresh pasta i didn't get freshly made pasta but i got imported from italy pasta it's not like barilla you know a barilla whatever i don't even know but I'm not, I'm okay with Barilla, but like I want it to be as authentic as possible, but I didn't have time. Um, I didn't have the flour to make. So as a, someone who has gluten, severe gluten sensitivity, celiac, um, I, I either need triple zero from Italy or I need a gluten-free flour and I not tried gluten-free powders that I have yet. Flowers, I should say with pasta, um, so I didn't want to even go there. So I'm like, screw it. But it's literally just pasta. You save the reserved pasta water and pecorino romano and peppercorns. We roughly chopped, like grinded the peppercorn. I used um, a grinder grinder. So I would probably use a mortal pestle. I don't have one, but now I feel like I need to buy one and make this again proper. And then you, dr uh, you dry fry the peppercorn, which I've never done before. But let me tell you, it gave off such an aroma. Like I, it almost felt like mildly floral in a way. And then you just set it to the side. And then literally it's just, you put a little pasta water. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, instead of draining your pasta, if you take some of that pasta water out, I just use a coffee cup and pour it in my measuring cup with a spout, with a pour spout. So I usually take about two cups, even though I might only use like a cup just to have extra. Cause once it's gone, it's gone, obviously. But all of that is filled with that starch that is extracted from the pasta. And it's a really good thickener. So America, we, we tend to always think that you can't get in anything thick unless you use flour, butter, or cream, right? But if you use the starch water from the pasta, not only are you getting it's already kind of flavored like pasta. And then your pasta is al dente. So when you get it inside this pan, it's gonna start slurping up all of those flavors you have in there. If you're cooking your pasta well done, it tastes like shit. I'm just gonna be honest with you. And you should always finish your pasta with your sauce or whatever you're tossing it with because that allows the pasta to finish down, kind of gives it like a cool down stage and it sucks up all that sauce and so it becomes extra flavored. You know what I'm saying? And you should also like salt your water like the sea. Uh, Giada used to say that all the time. Uh, Giada de Laurentiis. She would say, salt the water. You never get to salt it too much. Salt it like the sea. So she, I'm pretty sure it was Giada. It was either Giada or Mario Batali. One of the ones. One of those two. But... So make sure, and don't salt your water until it starts getting hot. Don't salt it cold. So wait until it starts bubbling a little bit, like a low boil, and then salt it real good, and then let it just go to town. Then add your pasta. And always time your pasta. Like, don't fuck around with pasta. I can't stand that. I love pasta, but most people overcook it or cook it wrong. Just saying. But you should never add salt to anything either. Like, it should be done in the cooking process. We've talked about that in the past. But man... So you add a little bit of the reserved, like I added a half a cup. 
to the pan where, that you did the dry fry on the peppercorn. And then you add the pasta, wet rinse, right? So like, instead of making sure it was like completely dry and it didn't have, you know how you're like, oh, I want to get all the water out when you strain it. Don't wet strain it, meaning leave some of that water in the noodles. So as soon as you strain it, pour it into the pot. You want some of that wetness around the noodles. And then you start adding the Pecorino Romano. Stop it right now. It's a shit ton of Pecorino. But let me tell you, it was so good. And then we found out, so it was kind of dry, but then we found that if we just added more of the pasta water, which I had retained a shit ton, and just like smooshed it around in our bowls, it got even better. Like it was, it just creamed up. So it was literally just pasta water, Pecorino, Pecorino Romano, and peppercorn. It was delicious. Absolutely delicious. Uh, and, I, and we did our garlic bread. It was okay. Uh, the garlic bread, you always got to sop. I'm a big thing for sopping. Like I got to get everything out. And apparently that's a thing in Italy. So I'm going to like blend right in. But yep, yeah, so that was awesome. And then so tonight we're doing the Polish food. And that's it. That's all I got for you this week. Happy coffee talk. Thanks for sitting down. I appreciate you all. As always, subscribe, get notifications, go to YouTube. We got some fun stuff that's going to start. We're planning. Um, so subscribe over at YouTube, Denise Sith, or Finding Calm in the Chaos. I think you'll find me both ways. And until next Wednesday, when the next episode comes out, lead with kindness. my friends. I am very appreciative for you taking time in your day to listen to this special edition of Coffee Talk. Don't miss out on the next episodes of Finding Calm in the Chaos. Hit the subscribe button. That ensures you don't miss an episode and let you know when we're having the next Coffee Talk. Until next time, lead with kindness.